Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Sunday, December 4th, 2022, and this is day 1719 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you, we glorify you, and thank you so much. Thank you, Lord, for keeping us safe and Lord, for providing all of our needs and even the desires of our hearts. Thank you so much, Lord, for equipping us to go forth and fulfill the purpose you've given us for today. I ask you, my Lord, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, glory to God, everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Today's message is a helping hand, a helping hand. We may not think much of it when things are going well, but there are times when things are not going so well and we need a helping hand. We need someone to either encourage us and and uh, just be there for us, or we may need someone to literally, physically help us. Well, this is what happened here with Moses and uh, his contemporaries. Uh, We're coming out of Exodus chapter 17, and we're starting at verse 8 through 15. And let's learn a little bit more about the help that Moses received and how and why. It is amazing. It is amazing. Um, so again, Exodus 17, starting in verse 8, and it says, The Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites at Rephidim. Moses said to Joshua, Choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekites. Now, this is the first time we've heard about Joshua since uh, Moses delivered the Israelites out of Egypt. And Joshua was being prepared to succeed Moses. He would be the one to lead the Israelites into the promised land. He was Moses's general over the army. He was a great warrior. So he's telling Mo- Moses said to Joshua, choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekites. So the Amalekites were descendants of Amalek, a grandson of Esau. And you remember um, Esau and uh, Jacob were brothers and they were twins. And uh, he sold his birthright to Jacob for a bowl of soup and they uh, or stew and they uh, were at odds with each other. Uh, as a matter of fact, Esau was going to kill his brother because he felt he stole the birthright from him. And they made up, but this is who that is, Esau. The Amalek was Esau's grandson, and they were a, f- a fierce nomadic tribe that lived in the desert region of the Dead Sea. They made part of their livelihood by conducting frequent frequent re- raids on other settlements and carrying off plundered goods. So they stole from people. Uh, you know, I think about uh, people stealing people's cars now or taking 
parts off of their cars or, you know, uh, carjacking people, um, you know, and, and just um, coming up on people, surprising them. They're not even aware that they're they're uh, being watched and um, being uh, plot being plotted on. Well, that's what these people did. They also killed for pleasure. Can you imagine that? They killed for pleasure. And there is nothing new under the sun. There's nothing different that's happening now that happened then. We're the, the, some of the same things that were going on then are going on now. We have people that kill for pleasure. One of the greatest insults in Israelite culture was to call someone a friend of Amalek. That is like saying you're a child of the devil unless there's somebody that worships the devil. Don't nobody want to be called that. Like, oh my gosh, that's an insult. So that's who the Amalekites were. So uh, Moses instructed Joshua, choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekites. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. So Joshua fought the Amalekites as Moses had ordered. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur uh, went to the top of the hill. As long as Moses held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. When Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him and set on and he sat on it. Aaron and Hur held his hands up, one on one side and one on the other, so that his hands remained steady till sunset. So Joshua overcame the Amalekites, Amalekite army with the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, write this down or write this on a scroll as something to be remembered and make sure that Joshua hears it because I will completely blot out the name of Amalek from under heaven. God is saying, make note of this. There are certain things that God does in our lives and he wants us to remember it. He wants us to worship him and glorify him for it. But he also wants to prove to us that he's in control if we allow him to be in our lives. He will not usurp our authority over a choice. He gives us a choice. And he said, write this down. And, and especially letting Joshua hear this to encourage Joshua. He's preparing Joshua for his future as well. Moses built an altar and called it, called it the Lord is my banner. He said, because hands were lifted up against the throne of the Lord, the Lord will be at war against the Amalekites from generation to generation. And God delivered the Israelites out of the uh, Amalekites' hand. And they probably thought, oh, this is a good one. We'll just ambush this little group here and take advantage of them. Oh, but did they have another thing coming? <laughs> have you ever seen that? People think, oh, they're they're pretty weak or they look weak or they uh, seem pretty kind-hearted. I can take advantage of them. And oh, woe be it unto them when they do. <laughs> because now, they have to deal with our Father God. 
well, you don't want to do that. You want to make sure you, you stay on track and not mess with God's people. Point number one, there will be times throughout our life's journey and mission for the Lord that we'll need a helping hand. <clears throat> Things can get overwhelming sometimes, even to a point of hopelessness. Have you ever gone through something and thought, this is too much for me? I can't do this anymore. This is too heavy. Or I can't do it alone, but I don't know who to call on. I need help. You know, on the Saturdays that we do T-Zone, uh, we used to have a permanent space where everything was there and we had offices and we had, you know, different spaces. We had a kitchen where we could cook the food and we had, you know, um, <clears throat> shelving and cabinets. Just everything was set up where we could just have everything there and just go in and get ready to do the job, do the work with the youth. And now we're no longer there. And we have a space that we've been blessed with that's free uh, in the multi-purpose center. But we can't leave anything there. We have no access to a kitchen. Uh, we have <clears throat> no storage space. So I have to load everything up every Saturday that we're there. And uh, that includes food and treats and notebooks and uh, pens and paper and <clears throat> whatever subject we're talking about and um, computer, or anything I need to, you know, if I'm going to bring the projector or any of those things that I'm going to need for the class. And, and it may seem like not much, but ooh, by the time I load everything up, and this is for up to 15 to 20 kids, so I need to have enough for all of them. And notebooks are pretty heavy. <laughs> Loading them in tubs and putting them in the car. And then not only that, unloading them out of the car and then taking them in and setting everything up. And, and the space is not that big, but it's it's comfortable. And I'm grateful for it. Uh, and then after it's over, packing everything up and loading it back into the car and then getting home and unloading it again and putting it into the <laughs> into the garage. And then some things are in storage because we don't have room. So all of that, not complaining, just letting you know. And I would just, sometimes my arms just got tired. My body <laughs> would just get tired. And by the time I got to the site, and uh, after getting everything unloaded and set up and all that and getting tables and chairs in position and then I'm exhausted and it's like, okay, Lord, give me strength. And he would. And then it's ready to, you know, I need to be ready to greet the kids cheerful, with a cheerful attitude and there any parents that come in and all of that. So the Lord has blessed me. My daughter and my son-in-law are staying with us right now as they look relocate and looking for a new spot, new home. And uh, so she's been, my youngest daughter also goes with me and is my assistant, but she meets me there and she assists me uh, unloading and all of that, but just the loading of everything before I leave and the house. So my, my oldest daughter, as I said, who's with me now, she's been helping me the last several times, uh, the last probably three uh, Saturday, she's been helping me getting everything loaded and not even saying, do you need help? She just <laughs> starts loading it. Okay, mama, what do you want this? Okay. And just doing it. And it has been the greatest relief, uh, the greatest blessing. And not only is she doing that, but she's helping uh, our youth uh, learning how to make t-shirts and uh, 
for um, for us to start to generate income uh, for T-Zone and helping and teaching the youth entrepreneurship. You know, that's so all these things. And it has been a great blessing. I can't I can't even describe in words how, how much of a blessing it has been for me. And so with that, we must understand that sometimes we might feel like I don't need help or might feel embarrassed to even ask for help. And God is saying, humble ourselves and receive it or ask. If we don't ask, we won't get it sometimes. You know, the Jesus said, uh, ask and it shall be given to you. Knock and the door shall be open. We need to ask. And in this case, I didn't have to ask my daughter. She noticed and saw and, and she began to do it. It has been, again, a relief, a blessing to me and the group. Everyone is blessed because of it. I'm uh, more energized, as I said before, to teach the class. God wants us ready. He wants us energized and ready to do his will. And sometimes he will send help and we just must, we must be ready to receive it in whatever way he sends it. Point number two, we all need a helping hand sometimes. We must, again, be willing to receive it in whatever way God sends it to us. Who would think, who would ever imagine that as long as Moses' hands were up, they would win. And when they fell down, they would lose the war. This was life or death. And because of the quick action of Aaron and her, they were able to assist Moses, helping to win the war, again, saving lives. We must be willing to jump in at any given moment to help others, especially our brothers and sisters in Christ. Because sometimes sharing our arms, uh, sharing, I'm sorry, because sometimes our arms get tired as we are obedient to the Lord. Sharing uh, God's word with others, uh, building the kingdom of God, we sometimes can get a little tired. And God wants us to remain energized and giving, sharing the love of Jesus with others. And that means we need to know how to delegate, how to help. It, God, God is saying, I've said help. <laughs> now it's up to you to delegate that, delegate that work. Trust the people. I was talking to one of my uh, sisters in Christ, a uh, younger sister in Christ, and uh, God has blessed her tremendously to help women. And uh, it's uh, called I'm a Survivor. And she has given her all over the years. And, and she shared her story last night as we were celebrating the graduates from her class, from this ministry that she does. And uh, we were celebrating at my sister's house. She opened the doors of her house. You see, there's a helping hand right there to let her home be used for the graduation. And everyone, she brought the main stuff and then others brought soda, chips, all the other things and and gifts. And, and it was just beautiful. But um, my uh, sister uh, in Christ was saying how there was a time when she didn't ask for help. She just, she said she realized it was pride and uh, along the journey that God had, had mapped out for her. And she Re began to release that and let that go. And now 
she's willing and ready. She's relaxed in the Lord, she said, and just free and understanding whatever way God says for it to go, because things shifted even last night while we were there. The plan was like we've done over the last several years. And I'm just like, um, I'm there as a support and to help. But um, uh, the last several years she's done at the end of foot washing. And like, it's an humbling experience. Uh, and us that are leaders in the group uh, help and wash the feet of the women that are graduating as a way to pour into them and uh, show humility and bless them. It is just beautiful. Well, last night, because of time, we weren't able to do that. And uh, she had to quickly shift and, and, uh, and, and all of us were ready to help in whatever way she said. And she said, why don't we instead, uh, we will just pray for one another in this case, because that's the way God is leading. And she was sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And I mean, the power of the Lord fell down in that place. (laughs) And women were blessed and healed and uh, ready to go forth and fulfill the purpose that God had given them. It was amazing. I tell you, so we need to be ready to do what God has called us to do and to help others. Here's one other quick story. My uh, While teaching uh, conflict resolution workshops at one of the schools, a middle school I was in, my son was also helping. And uh, he was in the class teaching a group. We were in it together. And he started off, and he always starts off with, he says, uh, anybody ask me about my hand? So he'll hold his hand up and on his hand, when he was born, uh, there was a little battle going on within the womb and his fingers got wrapped up in uh, around these fine threads in my womb called amniotic bands. And they're just fine threads that wrap around your whatever that, that can get entangled and they got entangled in on his fingers so much so that they cut off the circulation. And when he was born, uh, two of the fingers, uh, it was just flesh hanging off. The fingers did not develop. So one had to be cut off and the other uh, has these uh, markings in them. Like when you wrap a rubber band around your finger and you take it off and it leaves these indentation marks, that's how one of his fingers are. So one finger's gone and then you've got one finger with those funny lines in them or unique lines, I should say. So he holds up his hand and the class and the kids are like, oh my goodness, what happened? What happened? And they're asking questions. And he lets them know and answers the questions and what happened to him as a baby, you know, and he had no control over that. And they're like, wow. And I mean, they're just so amazed. And so at the end of the class, so then, okay, so then they, he has their undivided attention after that. (laughs) Then they're, and they're so excited and and happy that he opened up and shared with them. So by the end of one of those classes, there was a young man in the class that people would tease him all the time because he was extremely small for his age and he had a problem or challenge with his neck. And I didn't really notice that so much, but he came to me 
one day and I and I've always admired him because he has such great tenacity and umph and always excited and and always creating something and selling it, you know. <laughs> and he would create these little books, little tiny books that when you make the pages go really fast, it it's like people are moving. Like it was like that and they're really little. So he was saying, Miss Jackie, I'm selling these for a dollar. You want one? <laughs> And I say, yeah, I'll take two. And so he he was that kind of kid, entrepreneurship kind of kid. And just I loved I loved it, you know, because I'm an entrepreneur, too. So he came to me after my son spoke to his class and he said, "Um, you know, Miss Jackie, what your son shared with me, shared that that day that helped me so much. He said, because I got this issue with my neck and um." When I saw your son's hand and he showed that to me and shared that with us, he said it made me stronger, basically, and more confident. And I don't care what people say about me anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm fighting the tears, y'all. So it was just a blessing because those words my son shared uplifted his hands. It encouraged him to go forth and continue to do Whatever it was God called him to do. And I know this young man, that young man is going to be something special. Because he already was, but even greater. What about you? You would be amazed at just what your words will do for someone else. How that will encourage them to continue on in the journey. Don't stop now. And then maybe you sharing a word or you receiving a word. Whatever it is, or receiving help, it's time to do so. If you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is why we do what we do. Because we want, we want to spend eternity with Jesus Christ. Either is either Jesus Christ with him for eternity or in hell for eternity. There is no in between. Oh, glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. Men. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about the youth that we're working with, teaching them uh, life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation skills, and human and sex trafficking awareness. We had a great time yesterday and uh, looking forward to uh, many more to come. Thank you so much for your support and your donations. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.